Oh, you didn't uh, tell me I was supposed to be a witch. We're supposed to laugh. Oh, I didn't tell you that. No, okay, you didn't uh, tell me that part. You didn't say that we were doing I, some goblin I wanted to thing. start it with, like, evil laughing. Okay, go. Oh, okay. Three, two, one. Ah! <laughs> oh, <laughs> you could go high, I'll go low. Okay. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to like mother, like son. <laughs> uh, I would like to suck your blood today, please. <laughs> it's it's our Halloween episode. Yes. Welcome. Hi. How are you? So, okay. So Halloween. It's our Halloween episode. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited about that. I'm actually a little bit in costume. Yes. Yeah. We are are going to talk about all things spooky. Vampires, ghosts, and witches. Let's start with the vampires. Okay. You are being a vampire for Halloween. Yes, I am. I'm going to be a virginist vampire. I've never been one of those before. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm mostly in white. Well, it's actually supposed to be a cream color, but it's pretty good. I think all the accessories I have will, it'll be very dramatic in my own point of view on that. So yeah, it's an interpretation. You started with a reference. You're not a copying it or anything so no, no. it doesn't need to be anything it'll be me it's gonna look great i think it's exciting it's a process you um you have to do layers and layers people think that when you start to uh you know oh it's gonna be easy to put blood on that costume but yeah it goes on there and then it looks like it's not blood or anything so there's layers there's lots of things to do and i've been having fun the last couple of days getting it all together and Kind of last minute, though. You're a little ahead of me. So I think you told everybody last week. Yeah, I'm still being Myrtle Snow yes. from American Horror Story. I have mine completely together, yeah. I just have to wear it now. Nice. And spray your hair. Yeah, that's the only... But it was fun shopping with you today and grabbing the last, yeah, last bits of stuff. things. Yeah. I got home and found out I have a lot of some things here that I didn't need to get. Yeah. But I'm just adding it to the costume box. But I'm pretty yeah. pleased. I did a, what is it called, that headpiece? Like a wreath crown. A wreath thing crown. A, a crown for wreath. her. Yes, I did a crown today, which was pretty fun doing that. So got a little bit of blood on those black roses, you know. So, um, yeah, I'm Dracula. Well, I'm dressing like a vampire, I guess. Yeah. So speaking of vampires, there are vampires in the world um how do you feel about them do you know are you aware of them yes i've seen um some stuff about it i think that they follow certain rituals i'm not sure what it's all about i've seen a little bit of it but there's a there's different kinds as far as i know i'm not like complete an expert on it or anything but there are people that do it religiously but then there's people that do it spiritually I mean, some people actually consume each other's blood. Why? But, like, for other people, it's more emotional and, like, theatrical, I hate to say. I wouldn't, I don't want to say theatrical because that makes us feel like they're, like, acting or something. For them, it's their lifestyle, but it's just about aesthetics, I think. And then there's people that are actually in, like, consensual blood letting relationships. I have a bit of a time with that. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's not my yeah. thing. But uh, I, 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 I think that the actual vampire style is really awesome. Like the yeah, clothing the and stuff. Oh, God. Like, I love some of those outfits, man. I'm like, wow, where can I get that until it gets all tattered and blood all over it? Yeah. Then I don't want the outfit <laughs> anymore. But yeah. up until that moment. I like it more. In the, th- uh, the period that it is, it's pretty um, pretty cool stuff. I like that. And, I, you know, I'm making my own costume, which I do all the time. I don't like to buy a costume. Um because you know you can come up with so many cooler ideas if you just put it all together yourself and definitely i never buy costumes i always just start with i come up with a concept of what i want to be and then i create the costume based on that concept yes yes and that's what we were doing today we were picking up last minute things it's you know it's kind of like building it's building blocks to the costume. You can't, I see people running out today going, I can't find anything here. No, no, they got nothing. Well, geez, they've had a lot of stuff for a whole month. Yeah. I mean, Value Village is like the biggest, so many costumes and uh, all the other thrift stores in town as well. But yeah, just but be creative. This is, they're, they want everything gone right now. They don't want it anymore. No. The stores don't want Halloween stuff right now. They're not going to stock it for the last couple of days because then they're yes. going to be stuck with it. Yeah. Yeah, you have to be on the prowl early. Yeah. But not necessarily, because I really didn't do anything to the last few days. Yeah. I, For me personally, usually my costumes, I just need specific things, and I don't necessarily need them from a Halloween place. Like yes. thrift stores, craft stores, stuff like that usually are where I actually need to get stuff. Yes. Yes. I did a bit of that today, too. Yeah. Dollar store is great too. They got lots of great things in there and Dollar stores are great. Yeah. Finds for that as well. I love making costumes. I do it all the time. I love cosplay. It's the best. You've had some amazing costumes and you've helped me develop so many great costumes myself. Like by the time I walk out the door, like I am not Sherry anymore. I'm a <laughs> different person. My personality changes, everything changes and it's so cool. I like that. I love costumes. I love dressing up. When I was a little kid, it was my favorite thing. We had so many costume boxes, and anytime there was people over, I basically used it as an excuse to dress up and put you on You dress up all the time. It didn't plays. have to be Halloween. Oh, yeah, all year round, yeah. <laughs> I had to have Literally costume any opportunity boxes for I could, you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and it's been fun creating some with you. Like, you know, I, I, I do ask you, like, I know I'm kind of irritating sometimes, but I do ask you for your advice because you have done some amazing costumes and your mm-hmm. mind goes there. Like, you can create the end result yeah. and you know how to do it. I learn as I'm going. Like, you've already got it in your head. You know exactly what you have to get. You go out, you look around, and you find what you need. I do that too, but I have to start creating something first. And then I start going crazy. Like vampire for me this time, I've done lots of them. But this one's going to be like a little bit, a little bit virginous. (laughs) Sort of, not really, but you know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're being like a flower child kind of. Yes, with the long hair and the hippie look and. yeah. Yeah, roses in your hair. Roses in my hair, yeah. I when you want to do a costume for me, you I decide what I want to be. I see it in my head, and then I break it down into the pieces that I need. Oh, and then I imagine what what things I can use for those pieces. Like what can I find ready made, or what can I make that's going to be those pieces? Yeah. 
Yeah, but you, you make the pieces, and that's important, and so do I. Some people just buy the whole costume that's already done. I think you'd be really great at Halloween time to advertise yourself for makeup, for helping people figure out who they want to be and helping them get that together. Yeah, and you full stop right here. And you could start this in September. Is, this is the thing. I hate doing it. Oh, you <laughs> do you it so You say well. this every Halloween, and I tell you every single time, I hate doing it for people. That's why I hate all the questions. Uh, I could not like dislike it more. Oh, I don't wow. like helping people. I want to help everyone at once. I don't want to help them one-on-one. -on -one. That's so annoying. Mm. I'll just show you how to be great, <laughs> and it's your job to follow my example. Well, that's your... Yeah, I don't know. That's a great... I don't know. You'd be good at it. Wouldn't, no, it would infuriate me. The way. Well, there you go. Then don't do it. Yeah, thanks. But I know, but I forget that because you're so talented. I don't know why you wouldn't want to be doing it. So I don't get it. I am a staunch believer that talent does not mean you have to do something. You should enjoy it. That's the whole point. It doesn't matter how good you are. You okay. can be the greatest dancer in the world. If you hate dancing, you should be a freaking dancer. Yeah. So anyways, past so, that. So vampires. Now vampires. we're on to ghosts. Oh, I, I have to one more story, though. Have oh. you ever seen the, a, a movie about vampires with... Um, I have, yes. Um, oh, gosh. What's the actor's name? Um, he was in Two Faces. What? <laughs> Not faces, but face yeah. off. Face off. Sorry. Well, that's John Travolta, pretty, yeah. Tom and, Cruise. No, Tom Cruise is not in that. Vince Vaughn. Two faces. No, it's um. Oh face my. off. Face off. You know when the one face comes off of one guy yeah. and they put it on the other guy. Yeah. Who's that I'm, guy? I. Nicholas Cage. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So Nicholas <laughs> Cage did a movie a long time ago. He thought he was bitten by a vampire because he was out at a party and he was drinking and he got that bug to be a vampire. So he thought he was a vampire. He got bitten. So he went out and bought the teeth and everything. And it's a, sort of a, like a black comedy, what they call it, where it's just so bizarre that you can't even believe it's going on. But I think you'd enjoy that movie. And I can't remember the name of it. But I've it's, never heard of it. You haven't? Oh, my God. You can look no, it up. Nicholas Cage. And he up. thinks he's a vampire, so he goes around and he goes up and tries to bite people with his plastic teeth on and stuff like that. He just goes cuckoo. He loses himself in that movie. It's, it's bizarre. I don't think it did really well. I just think I stumbled on it one day. And Was it called Vampire's Kiss? Yes, that's it. 1988. Mm -hmm. Young Nicolas Cage wasn't mm -hmm. bad. I think it was probably one of his first Hello. movies. Yeah. After an encounter with a neck biter, uh, haven't we been there? A publishing <laughs> executive think that he's turning into a vampire. Oh wow! Rated R. Yeah. I'm definitely watching that. I know. I want to see it again too. I haven't seen it for a long time, but I was watching it, going, "What is going on in this movie? It's crazy!" Like, but it was Jennifer funny. Beals. Yeah, it was funny at the same time because he was just so messed up. I don't. I think he did acid or something, but he thought he was a real vampire. <laughs> so John Michael Higgins. Wow. Okay. Yeah, we got to watch that, eh? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I mean... See, isn't okay. that funny? Like, So I had That's, to tell yeah, you never... that story. I had to tell you before we were done. Okay. With the vampire thing. Good. That's that's a great way to wrap up our vampire segment. Yeah. And we'll talk about that movie next time. We'll watch it. Yeah, we'll watch it. And oh, that's speaking of movies, sidebar. Sidebar. Uh, we watched Incredibles 2. 
That was really good. So, so it, good. Yes, it was very good. I really enjoyed it. It was lots of uh, adult entertainment, lots of young people entertainment. It's for everybody. It's such a... So good. The first movie was, of course, one of the best movies of all time. It's so good. But I, I watch think it the over second was just as good. But the good. second one was so good, too. They yeah. did a great job of keeping the spirit of the first movie possibly even the exact plot line but you know what a predictable plot line isn't that bad in a child's movie and i loved it anyways oh i loved it i love that i love the um message that's going out in that movie oh yeah yeah it's, i mean it's, yeah, yeah it's like a giant metaphor stick together for... you know uh they piss you off but hey they're there and they love you and and once you work together it's even better and yeah, it's like a giant metaphor for prejudice, basically. Yeah. They're like supers and they're being... They're treated badly for who they are as people and they're just trying to help everybody. And hey, you know, crime is a messy business at times, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> yeah. It also had a lot of great female empowerment, which was yes, awesome. Yeah, lots of female and empowerment. And Bob Odenkirk was so good. And he teenager was so funny. Empowerment, empowerment. Okay, where do you want to go now? <laughs> oh. We've done the Halloween Ooh. stuff now. No, we're this is an entire Halloween episode. Oh, okay. We're never done with Halloween. Oh. Next, we're on to ghosts. That was, that was a ghost. Just flew right through here. God damn it! That was terrifying. Okay, on to ghosts. Do you believe in ghosts? I believe in people that are not here anymore and they show up for sure. But so they're ghosts. not like ghosts, like Casper, the friendly ghost or anything like that. They're just visions that you see sometimes. Sometimes it's just, um, yeah, I, I believe in it for sure. It's in my house all the time. So I have spirits in my home all the time. I believe in ghosts, yes. Awesome. Not the way that movie predicts it sometimes. But which, depending on so which you, movie. So you believe in ghosts. You believe in dead people are around us. That's what ghosts are. Yeah, I don't think it's dead people. I think it's just their energy. It never it never leaves us. It's there and they're always around us. It depends on whether we, they, we want to see them Do you or think don't. that they're them? Yeah, I think that they stick around for a while and then they're gone. I've had, I've had animals die and they've been around. They've, I've heard them barking and been wide awake and... I think that everybody is around for a while. Some people go right away and you never see them or feel them. And why? I have no idea why. I don't know that part. I just know what I know. I've had people in my house for a long time, man. I got spirits in this house. Other people feel it. We all have angels watching over us. And those are the people that have passed on and come back and join them at another time, I think. Okay, wait. So what? They're, are they angels or ghosts? I think it's the same thing. I think people okay. just label it that. Some people think they're ghosts because it scares the shit out of them, and other people think they're angels because we're not afraid of it. We're in control whether they can hang out with us or not. Why are they dead people, though? Well, well, I, I believe in energy. I can believe in spirit guides. And I believe you can call them angels if you want. But why do they? Are why are they people that died? Well, no, but people that are here just show up. When you feel you, them and you think about you them, the they just come to here. the door and knock on the door and they're alive and they're in the human form. They're in the body or whatever. What are you talking about? It's manifestation. If you think about a person long enough, they're going to show up, whether they're in that side or this side. 
If you think a lot about, like I was thinking, they're going to phone you. I'm trying to talk about ghosts. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, I'm talking about the same thing. You're talking about a lot of people that are phoning you and showing up at your door. I'm talking about ghosts. Yeah, but you're asking me why is it different from people, why do they all have to be dead? It's not. It's the same thing happens with people that are alive. It's just that they're here in the body, and so you see them more, and you don't. some people don't see them when they're gone. Well, I've seen them in my room. I've seen them several times. I've seen their faces. I've seen uh, smoky images of them, and I've been wide awake, and I have not been sleep experiences that way. Okay, I believe that way. those experiences are real. I want to believe in ghosts, but I can, no one can explain to me why a ghost would exist. No one can actually explain this to me. Yeah, but your interpretation of a ghost may be different than mine. That's what I'm just trying to tell you. Everybody has... When someone passes on, their presence is still there and they come connect with you in different ways than they can when they're actually here. And I've had it happen to me many times. When my grandpa passed away, my brother, myself, we didn't even know till years later. They, we both had the same experience in our room. And it was a smoky vision. We it woke us up. We weren't afraid. There was the vi- like there was something there. We could feel it. We could, and so that just happened to us. So that is our experience with it. I really do want to believe in ghosts, because I believe all the people when they tell me their ghost stories and I hear their ghost stories. I believe them. I don't believe they're lying. I don't believe yeah. that they're wrong. My problem is. I believe in a lot of things that like aren't actually provable with evidence. I can explain to myself why or how they could exist. And ghosts, I just, I still am yet unable to explain it to myself. But I want mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. I, th- I want to have a seance on Wednesday. Yeah? Well, you're going to ask for spirits to be here. Well, you, you know, your grandma's a pretty strong spirit. And she loved Halloween, so you can, mm-hmm. ask, you can start asking for her already. It's Samhain, which is the night that the veil is thinnest. And it's pretty traditional to do seances. Well, most people, like my age group, we didn't want to do any seances because we had a Ouija board. And it was scary because we'd all be on that Ouija board. And because we had, and it wasn't because a ghost was in the room, it was because our energy was so high that we were actually moving that little piece mm-hmm. on the board because mm-hmm. we thought that was going to happen. And so we did that. Yeah. These visions that I've had in my room are totally, totally different. And mm-hmm. other, they're just, you know, things flying across the room that should not be flying across the room. Like they just don't do that. <laughs> See, uh, this is an interesting point to prove my fact. Like I believe in Ouija boards and spirit boards and stuff because I do believe that the people holding the platelet are pushing it, but I don't think that that means that it's not working or that it's not real. I think they're supposed to be pushing it. Yeah. Not intentionally, but the whole point of it is that you guide it to where it needs to be. And that to me, that's how I believe in magic is I kind of lower my expectations of what magic is supposed to look like. It's really just what we do. Like, it's within our power. Yeah, we all have magic in us. And yeah. the magic is our energy. Exactly. But if our energy is really low and not productive and all of those things, we don't have a lot of magic. But people that really concentrate on themselves and they 
do things to make themselves feel better and up, keep uplifting themselves, they have more energy, and which is called mm-hmm. more power. And all it means is that when you start thinking about something or someone, they show up. Mm. Somehow, some way, they do. It's crazy. Oh, like, I wanted Chinese food yesterday, and I go to Uncle's, and I was only going to be there for a short time, and he looks at me and says, let's order Chinese food. And I went, oh, my God, I didn't even mention it to him. I had... I was just thinking that we had had those experiences before and the food is great and that would be really cool. Interesting. So I, you're right, I wasn't listening. So you're saying that for you, a ghost is more a manifestation that you bring about because yes. you need it. Yes. And less like a haunted house. It's, yeah, it's not. It's not like a ghost died here violently. But there, that I believe well, in. Well, that can happen but too because. To it, me, that's traumatic energy imprints. Yes. What I have a problem with, I can believe in an energy imprint. Yeah, like, I think it's energy. Like a, tra- like a traumatic, horrible yeah. energy. I can believe in that being yeah. imprinted into like ripple effects throughout yeah. time. Yeah. What I have a problem with is, is the idea that someone could die and then a part of them. Ret- stays here on earth as a ghost just mm-hmm. to call it that because it's easier yeah and they retain their personality and their memories and they're like actively watching us or like that i have a hard yeah, time believing yeah. that i don't think that the energy i believe that energy could stay could be imprinted and like stay here past someone's death but i don't believe that enough of that energy would be able to be that person. You know what I mean? Like it wouldn't be that person. It couldn't it couldn't yeah. have their personality. Okay, so how do you explain the fact that I had a girlfriend come over here and saw someone that I had lost and saw that person because she sees people that have gone through the other side as people would say they're just visions and then she can see their faces and what had happened to them. And so she had no idea about the story, couldn't know about the story. Uh, we were having a really good time, came over here, and all of a sudden she kept seeing something, and it was really uncomfortable. And she explained it. I won't say it because, I, you know, other people. And I could not believe that she explained this person that I had just lost. And it was, like, only a couple of years ago, not even that, at that time. And so I just went, okay, because I've, I've had this happen in the house before, so I just went, what do they want? They're just here because they need to tell me something. So what do they want to tell me? And then they can go, whatever. And she told me, and I have had her over since, and she doesn't feel it anymore. She's not seen it here anymore. So I do feel that there's some stuck energy that kind of just lingers on somehow because we're so strong and powerful. I don't even believe that we're always right here. I think that we have time travel in us, all of us, and we're not all just in one spot. And I <laughs> I really do believe that. I just feel like I can't even go into the quantifix of that or whatever it is. It's just, how do you account for the fact that you felt like you've walked down those stairs before, how familiar that person is? But I, I, I've just had it happen to me so many times, Aaron. It's freaky. And the last one was my dad. And it was horrible, the energy that came in this house. And he fucking came into my room and it was the worst. That was the worst I've ever felt. That was so close to being with such bad energy that I had, I had so totally worked towards getting away from that. 
And I went, oh, you got to get, I just screamed, get the fuck out of here. And it was gone in a second and has never come back. So that's how you do it. Yeah. You just tell them they're not welcome. Yeah. And people are always telling me to like cleanse my house. I go, no, because there's people here. I feel them. And I, I, I believe that there's people traveling through here sometimes. And sometimes there's nothing. I don't feel anything. And I'm comfortable with that. This was the only one that I was so uncomfortable with. Mm-hmm. It really scared yeah. me. It scared me to the point where I didn't know if I was alive or dead. Yeah. Well, I'm sure the yeah. cleansing, the whole point of the cleansing is to get rid of bad stuff. It wouldn't get rid of anyone you wanted here. That's well, that's what point. people tell me. That yes. the, the good people that's could what stay. it would be. Yeah. yeah. So maybe we could do that together somehow. Research yeah, sure. Find somebody that has sage that... I think Kathy Ann has lots of sage that she makes and stuff. And yeah, okay. It's for cleansing. It's pretty, yeah. <laughs> Don't really like to smell that shit, though. <laughs> yeah, there's other ways to cleanse and yeah. consecrate a space. I know many of them. Oh, I know. I'm sure you do. As a as a practicing witch. I know oh, so a lot now you're gonna tell me that you are a witch then? Finally. <laughs> well, finally. What are you talking? Finally. What do you mean? Um, let, I guess we're moving on to the third sex- section. <laughs> section. Uh, witches. <laughs> I want I to eat. I means. want to eat your children. Uh, okay. Oh my God! Ro- That's my grandson. Horrible stereotyping. That's horrible. What? Hate hate speech. I want to eat your children. Witches do not eat children. I know, I'm just but it's freaking Halloween. I'm joshing you. Get, okay. So what happened was my grandson came, Grayson, came here and I was dressed as a witch and I was a really ugly witch. Holy cow. Nobody could recognize me. And uh, Chad comes knocking at the door with my grandchild and he was standing there. He didn't know it was me. And I said, no, it's just me. It's just me. Come on out here. I'm going to show you what I'm doing. My neighbor next door had one of those turkey fryer things. So he put boiling water in there and had a strobe light behind it and had him sitting in front of it. And as you walk towards his yard, I could hang over the fence as a witch and say things. And when I did that to my grandson, he just went, oh my God, grandma, this is great. I like scaring these kids, right? Oh, one of the things I said, eh, I'm going to eat your children. And they were just like, ah. <laughs> but that's part of Halloween. I don't know. Scary witches. Yeah. So I'm a witch. I've been a witch my, most of my life, uh, since like eight, I think, was when I found the craft. So can you do spells and shit? I can, yeah. So you need. You to could f- too. They just probably wouldn't work. <laughs> Why? Well, anyone believe. could do a spell. They could go through the. Yeah, you just have to believe, right? Yeah, I. Well, the stronger you get, the less you physical actions you need the more internal it becomes the strongest witches can cast spells without actually doing anything they can just do it in their mind that's called manifestation they've been doing that forever mm, and we yeah, all have it it's a slightly different theory that was not great in my <laughs> i know but it's, it's the power of the mind yes it is i was at a party once and this guy came up to me i need to talk to you right now this guy and i said I went up to Kathy and I said, this guy wants me to go to your room and talk to me. Like, is that for real or what? He just sounds really like he needs to tell me something. And she says, no, he's for real. Like he does cards and readings. And if he's got something to tell you, you should go. And so I did. And he told me that I had been burned at the stake three times. 
and I've been drowned twice. I'm extremely scared of fire. I'm extremely scared of drowning, which my own brother's friends used to try to drown us kids when we were younger and put us under and hold us under and, you know. So that's probably where that came from. <laughs> Anyhow, I thought that was so strange. And, and I looked at him and he says, you, you're, you know, you've been a witch all your life. And, and uh, I just looked at him and I went, wow. Well, thank you for sharing that. But what am I going to do with this information? So what would you say about that? But he saw that when he saw uh, me. Past lives are another thing I have trouble believing. I'm not... I'm not convinced on reincarnation either. Yeah, well, that's... So, I can't comment on that story. Okay, well, that's cool. But it was if a good you story. wanted to ask me something about being a witch, we have never talked about it. I'm practicing more actively than I have in a long time. I, I just... I mean, I've always... I've always done it. It's always been a part of my life, but I'm just doing it a lot more actively right now. So what does that mean? Like you're doing, like, what are you doing with that? It's just a, like a religion that you believe in, or is it like you're downstairs casting spells and getting uh, mad and angry and whatever? I don't know. No. Um, is it evil, evil witchery? Not at all. It's like, could not be less evil. It's, that's the biggest misconception, obviously is that it's like Satanism or evil or anything. But it, of all the religions, it's the least evil. Like Christianity has way more evil in it than than Wicca or any other pagan path. I don't... I'm not actually Wiccan. I'm not... I don't subscribe to any established tradition. Um, I practice witchcraft, which is more... It's Witchcraft itself isn't a religion, I would say. There's debate on that. But... It is more a system of tools. It's just a skill set. It's a set of skills like anything else, like cooking or archery. Um, <laughs> it's a craft. Mm -hmm. And it's it, it has religious aspects in it. And different people practice. Are, it's more religious for people, and other people aren't religious about it at all. Like, they just do it to protect their house and make sure they can pay their bills and bless their children when they're going on journeys and stuff like that, you know. It's yeah. it's all just like, it's very positive. It's very nature-based, which is a big part of why I like it. It's also very uh, flexible. And it just also, I th it explains a lot of things to me. It makes sense to me. And I like the aesthetics. That's the biggest part of it. That's what drew it to me as a child, for sure. I loved movies and anything else about witches. I thought it was so cool. I loved... I was obsessed with anything magic. Well, we fairies. just watched that show. That, um, what the hell? Hocus Pocus? No, the other one... Practical Magic. Oh, Practical Magic. Practical Magic is oh. so good. We and watched I love Hocus Pocus too, but I yes, think we talked about it. Hocus Pocus, but I'm not sure. Oh, maybe. But it's, it's so good, that one too. Like, oh my God. Batman but Practical Magic. Great. Yeah, really good. We just oh, watched yeah. it again. It was one of my absolute favorite movies as a child. Yeah. Nicole Kidman and Sandra Bullock were my two favorite actresses for the majority of my life because of that movie 
very much well, so. Well, what I loved about that movie, there is a dark side to everything. And there's a dark side to why you're doing what you're doing with your life, whether, whether it's magic or kindness or whatever it is to another person or mm -hmm. a human being or an animal. Because, you know, when people start doing ritual things in Christianity, in black magic or whatever, they go beyond of what's the, the idea of it. The idea of it is that we just heighten our energy levels and our senses and really think about what it is that we want and how we want our life to be and how we want our energy to be. And that to me is all there is. And yeah. when we can get more in touch with that, and that's all I'm saying about the past people because they do come around they help me sometimes. And I haven't had anybody in the house for quite a while, but I'm pretty sure something weird is going to happen pretty soon because mom's going to be coming flying through there. And somehow, it may not be her actually being here as a ghost, but somebody will come around that will remind me of her or remind me of that time when she's been around. And part of... It's totally about mastering yourself. That's all... Witchcraft is totally about taking control of your life. It's about self-reflection, learning about who you are and your place in the world and the way the world works and what you owe to other people and what you owe to their planet. And it's very much about uh, just, yeah, like embracing yourself and being the best version of yourself you can be. Yep. It's awesome. Mm -hmm. I love it. And that's not, that's how life should be in general. It doesn't, nobody has to label what it is. We have to be kinder, more thoughtful. And if it's not working, and if you're having a discussion and it's not working, walk away for a few minutes and come back to it because nobody's right or wrong. We all have our own opinion and we cannot control every moment of our lives. So we have to learn that. That's number one, which is the hardest thing I think to learn is you cannot yeah, control every definitely. moment of your life. That's the hardest thing to learn. Yeah. And when you learn how to just, okay, put up, put up your, you know, your purple wall or whatever your wall is, like your light that you need to do where, um, you know, everybody's different. I'm learning now that, you know, my uncle's who he is. So I need, I know, I think about how he works and think about a two minute phone call would probably save me a lot of grief. And not answering the phone because you get so frustrated sometimes but just you know being happy with yourself yeah. like that's important i see you doing something downstairs with your table and all that so what's that all about that's my altar okay that's a part of the active is i have an active altar now because i've been living with you so i haven't had one but yeah it's just it's it's an altar it's the place where you like um, do your work mostly it's, you cast the circle usually around the altar you do most of the spell work on the altar it's you most witches have it, their altar up at all at all times in tribute to whatever gods and goddesses they like to pay tribute to it's again that's another great thing is witches use whatever gods and goddesses they want from whatever culture or pantheon they want. There are Christian witches who just use, uh, who just invoke Jesus and Mary and God. Like there are witches that use all of the gods and goddesses like me. I don't pick and choose. I just, most of them are like that. It's pretty eclectic. They, you know, if you want to, I don't know, 
protect your daughter while she's giving birth, you would probably call like Artemis or something because she is the goddess of protecting pregnant women. But if you wanted to send someone a message, you would use Iris. Those are both Greek gods. I use a lot of Greek gods. (laughs) (laughs) I use mostly Greek. Personally, they're my favorites. Oh, there you go. You got a little Greek in you as well as your mommy. You want to call yeah. Her? Well, <laughs> I just oh, I mean Hercules is one of yeah. my favorite Disney movies. I'm just yeah. I, I like I'm most familiar with the Greek gods. I feel like I have a more personal relationship with them. A bond with them a little. Bit. I know who they are. I know what they're all about. You know. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, I like I like the uh, the Norse gods as well. Odin and Thor and stuff because we're kind of Norwegian. Well, one quarter. I'm one quarter. You're one half. No, I'm not. You're half. one quarter. I'm. One I'm half. a quarter and you're an eighth because my my mom's dad yes. was Norwegian. So yeah, Oli. Olaf, yeah. Olaf. Olaf. And Can then you, his dad's name Can was Oli. Uh, huh? His his name was Olaf. His dad's name was Oli Knutsvik. Yeah. And the actual Knutsvik house is still in Norway. Yeah, Knutsvik is a place in Norway. Yeah. And um, I, I went out with a guy that was Swedish, and he told me how you know uh, where they're coming from, from Sweden, Norway, and in those areas. So Vik is always af- after the Norwegian last name. So Knutsvik. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So. Always after the Norwegian. Norwegian names, yeah, they always have Vic at the end. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, Ludvik. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was so weird because when I was growing up, anytime I told somebody I was Norwegian, they would talk about the Vikings raping and pillaging. And one day I turned around and said, I think every fucking nationality has done that and they're still doing it. So stop saying it's just (laughs) the freaking Norwegian. I mean, Yeah. yeah. Like, they I mean, all did it. I mean, my God. Also, Norwegians aren't really Vikings. It's not really the same thing. I don't think so. Vikings were a lot around in, like, ancient times before there was a Norway or a Sweden or anywhere. And they were kind of mostly from the northern Germany region, actually. Anyways. Oh, <laughs> oh great. I'm not an expert, and I'm probably wrong about most of that. <laughs> Well, you are, uh, you know, you're an eighth Norwegian for sure. Yeah. And I remember uh, when got his, when got his... His um, blood DNA. His blood done, because his dad told me that you guys had Spanish in you. Yeah. And I believe that all the time, because you guys have that dark features, but you also have that Norwegian feature too as well. It's not just... Mm -hmm. And the English too as well. There's a lot of English. Mostly English. Yeah, English and Irish and all that. You got Irish and Scottish too. Mostly white people. But a lot of northern Germany, too, it said. Yeah? It was mostly northern Germany. For his, your dad's side. For Ryan. Yeah. 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 Which is... But he did have Scandinavian... You're right. That is the paternal blood test. It's like mostly the dad's side, I think. Yeah. But he did talk because about... Because they can't test. The, the only way he could find out your side is if you took the test. Like, they can't... I don't think they can test uh, a man's yeah, mother's side. Yeah, I've never done that. I'm not, nobody's going <laughs> to... Say that again. Nobody's getting my uh, DNA to do anything with this. <laughs> Why not? I don't know. I just have a weird feeling about all that. I just... Is it because of the cr- they're finding criminals that way? Is that why? No, not at all. Oh, no, not at all. No. No, I think They're putting it's... away serial killers. 
No, I don't. I don't. I'm think, for it. I don't. I, well, I don't want to do the family tree thing. Like I don't care. I already know oh, yeah. what my family tree is. I have so much written information, uh, actually day by day information that talks about my aunts and uncles, what they did for a job, and what they were doing at that time. You know, a name yeah. is one thing, but if you don't know anything about that person, where they worked. And I actually have pages of that, actually. We need to talk about like Yeah, we have a lot of great stuff. Yeah. and I and love genealogy. And I that know. Stuff. And wouldn't I find that be great to do a book like that and, and be able to give it to people that are Yeah, to put it family. all together into yeah. a narrative. Yeah. That would be great. Because when I was starting to read, because like after my mom passed away, uh, uh, one of her family members said to me, I want you to have this. I want you to have this information. And I was like, wow, are you sure? Because I don't know if I'll do anything. No, but we just know I loved your mom and I just want you to have it. And you, you know, and then you can pass it on. And I did get that big, huge family tree, which I photocopied all copies and gave it to all my family. Um, now you guys need a copy. I have it upstairs if you want it, but I've never hung it up. I don't know if it's really worth it now with the internet and stuff, but um, it's not totally filled out because nobody wants to fill it out after you lose so many people. So it needs yeah. to be updated. It's a, it's a challenge, those things. I don't know. I like the fact of stories that people tell you about your family yeah. members. Right? And it's so appropriate to honor our ancestors at this time of Samhain, otherwise known as Halloween, All Hallows' Eve, Mischief Night. That's not very technical. Um, but honoring our ancestors is, is what we do at this time. And I think that that is a great place to wrap it up. Alrighty. Well, this is a. This has been a one spooky episode. <laughs> well, it's called spooky, but you know what? I'm really excited about my costume. I'm excited about your costume. Mm, yes, and me so excited. When me, the kids come so to the excited. door, it's just so exciting to see their expressions. Yeah. And... Uh, keep an eye out for photos up on my Instagram later this week, most likely at Who's Your Deity? Deity spelled D E I T Y deity like the god who's your deity at who's your deity on instagram and twitter and you can reach the podcast at lmlspodcast at gmail.com also lmlspodcast on twitter and instagram maybe i think that's what it i'll double check that and i'll tell you again next week yeah. Now, if anybody my age is listening to what you just said, they're lost. They don't know where to go. So, if anybody... <laughs> Insta, Twitter. So, if you have any other topics you want to talk You're about. not giving your personal email out on this podcast. That's not how this works. <laughs> You're going to get thousands of people emailing you. Okay. I'll bleep it out. Okay, thank you. I wanted to learn how to bleep something out. Well, anyway, that's cool so. because I, you know, I really want to sort of look at this um, Dr. Ruth thing, sex talk show. I want to do another sex talk show. How about we work on the podcast we just started? Well, we can do both, <laughs> can we not? You can do whatever you want. We are doing this. I know. Okay. Oh, you don't want to leave it together. Goodbye. Okay, bye. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Well, we're in the middle of the wrap. Yes. Well, everybody, okay. I want everybody to be safe and happy on Halloween. And remember, it's it's a fun night. It's not about the candy, but the candy is great. I wish they could come up with something different, but we're all working on it. But um, okay. just really good night, everyone. Have a good, good time. Have a great Halloween. Woohoo! We love.
love you. Spooky, spooky. Bye. 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 <laughs>